Hey, Husky fans, welcome to Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast. This is Trevor Mueller from Sports Illustrated Husky Maven channel. And with me today is Byron Murphy, formerly Washington standout and current Arizona Cardinal. You just finished up your rookie season. You finally got that first pick. How did that feel? Yes, sir. It felt great. You know, kind of you know, made me flash back to the college days. Uh, you know, everything happened so quick. It felt like, you know, going through the draft process and the draft, everything just happened so fast. But, you know, like I said, the rookie year, it was a great learning experience for me. And as you brought up the first pick, that was also, you know, a great feeling to have. Got to get more on the board, obviously. But my rookie season went well, you know, um, just trying to, you know, move forward with all this stuff going on and get back to work. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're going to get to that and, and how you're coping with this. But you know what, man, like you have such an interesting story. I'd love to start right at the beginning. And um, that goes all the way back. When did you start playing football? Uh, my first time playing football, I was six years old. I was in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I actually played quarterback and receiver. That's when I, everything first started. Um, after that, just kept going throughout my whole life. You know, it was always a passion for me. Also, I grew up playing basketball. My uncle, Mike Bibby, you know, being there in my life, I also played on his uh, AAU traveling team. No kidding. Uh, I think, you know, I would say, you know, my junior years were, I think, where it really hit me. Football really hit me because, you know, that's the first year I had transferred to Saguaro High School. Um, and they just kind of changed my perspective, you know, as far as coaches there, the players there, kind of more of like a brotherhood feeling for me. Uh, and the feeling, you know, ever since then, from my junior year, you know, some more stuff started happening, got some opportunities, get some offers from some, uh, some offers from some schools. And then after that, you know, it's something I just really want to focus on. Still play basketball, you know, that was still my passion too. But I just think the football route was more, you know, in my heart and for it was more for me, I would say. Yeah. And uh, when you transferred there, is that when you realized that you had a legitimate shot at playing major college football? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, when I got, you know, the first day I got into the locker room, Coach Mons, actually my head coach, he was like, that guy right there uh, is going to take you under his wing. And I'm looking at the guy like that's You know, I know uh, Christian Kirk, you know, we played against him. We had somebody we had to, you know, lock in on on the defense side of the ball. But when I got there just to see how he worked, uh, you know, he just kind of, like I said, he took me under his wing like a little brother. And I just followed his footsteps. And, you know, everything that he did, I was trying to do with him. So, there's a lot of hard work put in, you know, as I said, you know, the coaches at Sawara also helped me out through the process as well. That's, that's really, really cool. And, you know, we can get into your football mindset, but is there one thing that Kirk really helped you with, with some of your, your fundamentals, because you do have fantastic feet and uh, you, you're really good with your hands as well. Oh, definitely. Every single day I practice, you know, you're going against, you know, I'm going against C. Kirk. So, you know, I'm getting work every single day, you know, the type of player he is, you know, come to practice and ready to work. Obviously, he was a leader on our team in high school. So, you know, going against him, having a chance to play against him in high school, you know, I feel like it got me ready for the next level as well. Obviously, one of the best receiver I thought in Arizona coming out. Um, like I said, you know, he just made me. You know, he made me go hard at practice. I had no choice because he would, you know, be, beat me the whole practice. So I just had to make sure I locked in, come to work, and then obviously get to guard him every single day. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, of course, it's finally time to make your pick. And, and really, you could have – chosen to go anywhere in the country yet you chose the university of washington and i remember as a fan watching your recruitment like is he going to come here he could you could go to any school in the pac-12 and see time right away yet you chose washington i have a few questions about that the first one is your relationship with Nikhil harry how did that uh impact your recruiting 
Oh, yeah, Nikhil, you know, that's my brother. You know, to this day, I'm still, you know, we're still chilling. You always, nothing ever changed on that part. But going through the whole recruiting process, it was kind of me, uh, us being like a package deal. You know, wherever he went, I would go. Wherever I decided to, you know, pick, he would come with me. But at the end of the day, you know, decision he made was, you know, the perfect fit for him. And the decision I made was a perfect fit for me. But, you know, we wanted to be together. But, you know, something just couldn't happen that way. You know, I thought this was obviously University of Washington was a better move for me. And then obviously ASU was a better move for him. But at the end of the day, we met where we were supposed to meet at the top, which we planned this whole time. So, you know, as a brother, I just I'm proud of him. And, I'm you know, I'm proud of myself for getting to that level as well. Oh, absolutely. And I remember that was a point of contention that, you know, was he going to come to Washington? Were you going to head to Arizona State? But the reality is you guys did split. And I'm sure for as friends, that was tough because you weren't going to spend your college years together. But one being a first round pick and the other being a second round pick, you guys made the right choice. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. Definitely. And obviously, um, like I said, the drafting was something that we always talked about. So that was a special moment, you know. Uh, me being, you know, his brother. And then at the same time, back in high school, we went to the same high school. Our sophomore year, we lived together for a little bit. So it's kind of, you know, more kind of, you know, like I said, blood brother to me. Wow, that is, uh, that's really cool. Now, was there any pause for you coming to Washington, knowing that the defensive back room was so loaded? And I mean, in my opinion, you're the most talented player to red shirt in the Washington program under Chris Peterson. Was that something that you thought about? Uh, you know, going through the whole pro the, uh, the whole process, you know, that was kind of, it was a, it was a different feeling for me because, you know, there's a lot of coaches that are telling you this, that you like to hear. A lot of coaches are also telling you the same thing you like to hear, but you know, I think it's just that feeling. So the feeling that I went with my heart, it was just the university of Washington. But then, like you said, you know, we have Buddha Baker, Kevin King, Sidney Jones, we had a we had a squad on in our room, but when I got there, it was just you know they even helped me when I first got there. You know, helped me get through the you know even like the little warm ups that we do, all that they gonna help me out. You know, get, just uh, prepare me for uh, the next drills, work on my technique. So I just knew it was a great fit when I first got there. The red shirting part, you know, that was not something I was looking forward to. I was trying to go and start right away. I knew the, uh, sure. the DV room was great, but you know that was my that was my mindset. Uh, we had our team meetings, you know, Coach P announced that you're going to have a position meeting with your coach. And, you know, Coach Lake sat me down, talked to me, you know, this is exactly what he said. Wherefore, you know, you can get in, but it'll probably be a couple of plays, not a couple of plays, but you get in, you blow out games, you know what I mean? Get your plays in, but they're going to start. And I'm like, you know, I can just, you know, either take this under the chin or I can just, you know, have an attitude. So I was just like, you know what, let's just, you know, let's take the red shirt out, just keep learning. And obviously that's the best thing that happened for me, even though, that some of the games that we played in, reaching the college playoffs, I wish back on, I wish I played in. But, you know, that was a, I still think to this day that was a special moment, though. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you you come onto the scene as a redshirt freshman and you're, you're thrust into the starting lineup. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you're on that side, that feature left side straight off the bat, weren't you? Yes, sir. Yep. So what was the biggest transition moving from – uh, sitting for a year learning and getting better and getting stronger and faster. But finally on the field, uh, you got live reps coming at you. What was the biggest adjustment for you? I think the biggest thing for me was just the mindset part of it, just making sure, you know, I'm staying positive through everything, coming to practice, knowing I'm not going to play in the game, just coming to work. You know, I had a chance to guard John Ross, Dante Pettis throughout my whole red shirt year. So it was, it was a, like I said, it was just like everything I feel like just happened for a reason. I got to work in my registry year guarding, you know, the top two receivers, just getting to work in every single day. So it was nothing like 
nothing like, you know, like I said, my mindset had to just stay positive. It was nothing, you know, negative about it. So I just had to look at it in a positive way and it turned out great. The best receivers you ever covered were in practice in high school and at college. I just realized that that is pretty amazing. <laughs> yes, sir. Exactly. It's crazy. That is fantastic. What's the most meaningful relation relationship you had at the university of Washington? I would say the biggest part was the brotherhood, the locker room. That was the biggest part. Everyone, you know, everyone just felt like family. Everyone's being their self. Everyone's, you know, competing every single day, competing against each other. So I think that was the biggest part. And also, you know, having coaches like we had that just, you know, pushed us every single day, uh, strength coaches pushing us every single day. So I just felt like everything just came together. It was a full program of everything that you would look for in a college. So let's move on to the field. Um, I have my favorite plays of yours. What's your favorite play that you had in college football? My favorite play, I got to go back to the Utah uh, championship game when I had my first pick six. Oh, man. Yep. That had to be my favorite play, and I'll never forget that play. Can you walk me through that play? So I was on the left side of the field. I was playing left corner. Uh, my guy, he, uh, he, you know, we're going. He's going down the field. He runs a comeback. It kind of gets me on the step. I'm not going to lie, but he, he actually slipped. And the ball, like, hit his – I don't know how it hit his leg and bounced in the air. And I just came – I planted. I just came out of my break, and I just I just seen the ball. I got it and ran it back. <laughs> when you're run- – I mean – no one's catching you down that sideline. What's going through your mind at that point? Is it, oh, my God, I just won the Pac-12 championship? Man, there were so many things going on in my mind. What was going to be my celebration dance? There are so, <laughs> so many things going on. It was, just so, it was just excitement. So my mind was just everywhere. And also I was thinking about winning the game. So that was the two – that was the biggest things on my mind. Obviously going back to the sideline and then turning up with my brothers, that's the biggest thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, that one's definitely my favorite, but my second favorite's got to be the hit that you put on Britton Covey. On Utah. Um, I would say, yeah, Utah is my biggest thing. I would say that for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that that gif of you putting him into the ground is is one that will uh, live on really forever. I see it almost daily when I go onto Twitter. Oh yeah, I had to. I had to lay the boom. And <laughs> you flexed on him too. I had to. That actually was the first away pack. That was yeah, but my first. The first time we played it, that was my first away uh, Pac-12 game, and like the energy was just, it was just crazy. And then they had a, like a motorcycle that was so loud, and I just was like, okay, this is the type of like you know, this is the type of energy I like. And after that, I just came out of the locker room and I was just ready. Now speaking of that, what where was your favorite place to play outside of Husky Stadium? So I was, I'm going to give you some couple of uh, picks. So for against the Pac-12, I like the uh, – going to have to go with the Wazoo game, you know. That's the Apple mm-hmm. Cup. That's always sure. going to be big. Oregon, Oregon is always going to be big. The fans are into the game. You know, everyone's going crazy. And then I'm going to have to go with the Fiesta Bowl versus Penn State. They had – their crowd, their energy level was, was amazing. But it was in Arizona as well, so that was even felt even better, so the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How many, how many family members did you have there? Oh man, I can't even count. I had a lot <laughs> of family members there. <laughs> you're coming up, you're, you're redshirt sophomore year, you're eligible for the draft. What were the, um, the main reasons why you decided to enter the draft? I just think, you know, I was ready for the next level. I felt like I was, uh, I think I was just ready, you know, to enter the draft for my dreams, but just going through like the whole season, talking to my coaches, you know, it's kind of taking it game for game. Just don't think about, you know, don't think about the, what you're going to do next. You know, play your college game and then figure that out after. But 
I just, you know, I just had a good feeling, you know, I was ready. Uh, I had a good coaching staff that got me prepared, you know, that treated it like the NFL. So I just think as a whole, I was just ready to go in advance. But through the playing, uh, the playing days after the Ohio State game, I just figured, you know, I, you know, I, I competed, played against some of the best people. I think I'm ready. So that was the biggest thing for me. Obviously, talking to my family, my coaches, those are the people that, you know, stuck by my side and agreed with me. Yeah, absolutely. And and really what there was not much more you could accomplish at the college level. I think of uh, do you remember back in 2010 when Gordon Hayward uh, mm-hmm. ended, uh, ended up going into the draft? Like, what else can I do? I made it to, you know, the highest highest point in college basketball. The only thing mm-hmm. I'd be going back for is to make a half court shot. I missed like you got mm-hmm. to go to a play. You got to go to the playoff, correct? Yeah, we went to the playoffs, but that was my redshirt year. Did you get to travel? Yeah, I traveled to the game, yep. So you went to a college, uh, a semifinal game. You yep. went to a Fiesta Bowl and you went to a Rose Bowl. What else do you have to accomplish when your game is ready for the next level? See, there's – yeah, you're right. But that college playoff game I didn't play in, so I kind of, you know, wanted to get a chance to do that. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, yeah, but then, you know, like I said, I just was like, you know, I think I'm ready, so let's just, you know, keep it going. Yeah. Now – your name gets called uh, even before the TV shows you, you get the phone call from the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. What's that feeling like? Um, Man, I, I can't even explain that feeling. You know, it was just like something just in my stomach. It was excitement. It was happy, sad, all, everything. Every type of moment was going through in my body. But I just knew that day when the draft process was going, I just knew the day that my time was coming. You know, I didn't go first round, so I was kind of, you know, not mad, but I was kind of like, okay, it's going to put a little chip on my shoulder. But once the second day came, you know, got the call. I was just, you know, excited, um, emotionally excited. But, you know, I had my son there with me. So everything kind of just, you know, just fell at me at once, I would say. Absolutely. And what does it mean to be able to set him up financially for success in his life? Oh, it means a lot, you know. You know, obviously, being a dad, you know, a lot of things change for me mindset-wise. And I always wanted to, you know, I wanted to make sure he was set, you know. Obviously, I'm going to make sure I push him to do the same thing. But just being a dad, you know, 22, having a kid uh, at an early age, you kind of want to, you know, kind of see things differently. Uh, you pick up different things. And like I said, once I got drafted, it was like, a, you know, kind of stress relief because, you know, I worked hard my whole life. And it was when once I found out I was having a son, it was even, you know, going harder for him. And now my dreams accomplished and he was there. Does it mean more that you're playing for your hometown team? Oh, it means a lot more. You know, I grew up a Cardinals fan. Uh, you know, it's something I always dreamed about when it actually happened. And like I said, you know, Cardinal being growing up in Arizona, the Cardinal fan thing was always, you know, I was always sticking with me, watching them a lot. And then once I found out uh, I was going to become a Cardinal, you know, it was the biggest blessing of my life. Was it a little bit of a fanboy experience when you got to meet Larry Fitzgerald? Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, no, nah, I wouldn't say a fanboy because you know, it's like now we're on the same team, so now right. I can compete with you. But it was much respect, you know. Obviously, I've been watching for so long, there's a lot of respect there, and you know, obviously trying to work, uh, work with him and keep getting better, right? And so, you saw the field immediately your rookie year, correct? Yep, yes, sir. What's the biggest adjustment that you've had to make to your game? Um, you know, I would say it goes by, you know, the plays. In the game, the everything that comes with the game is pretty much faster. 
uh, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is working on my mindset, you know, get into the next play. If something happens, just get to the next play. Uh, that was the biggest thing. And then, you know, just just locking in every single day. You know, I'm going there every single day. That's my job. That's my work. Just, you know, go in, go hard, and, you know, go out, watch film, and just make all the little details correct. How did it help you having two ex-Huskies in the um, defensive back room with you? Oh, it helped out a lot. It helped out a lot. I would say that because, you know, it made me feel more comfortable. I, I, you know, I have two dudes in here I've, you know, been in the film room with, been on the field with, uh, communicated with during the field. So it was a big, like, you know, like I said, another stress thing I ain't worried about because I know they would, they would help me with the playbook. They'll get the extra reps in with me after practice. They're going to show me, you know, the ins and outs and everything. So that kind of took a lot of play off my shoulders as well. Man, that's so cool. And, you know, it's it's crazy. Uh, you know, I, I'm more of a college fan, but more and more Huskies get drafted and it's it's looking like I'm just going to be a fan of the NFC West. <laughs> yes, sir. There's going to be more and more coming for sure. Absolutely. Hey, that's a great segue too. who are the next defensive backs to be going in the next in the first two rounds of the draft? Oh, we got my boy Miles Bryant coming. I would say for the younger guys that are coming, Elijah Keith Taylor, very nice. Kyler Gorn, you got Dom Hampton. You got a lot of guys that's up there. So the list can keep going on and on, and it's not going to stop. And Coach Leg, obviously being the head coach, DB's got to go there. DB's got to keep coming. <laughs> they got to keep oh, coming. Oh, absolutely. On behalf of all Husky fans, we're super proud of you. Uh, we love watching you on Sundays. There was uh, Twitter went nuts when you got your first pick as a professional. We thank you for, you know, doing what you did at the University of Washington and making us proud. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I always got to say, go dogs and miss the fans for sure.